0: It's the Brian and Jan
1: podcast.
0: She is the conservative crusader. And
1: he right there, that guy's a lovable liberal.
0: I am sort of the lovable liberal. And we have a story here that's interesting, I think, to certainly the listeners of Dr. Gorka's program. They're going to find this interesting. A large majority of teens between 13 and 17 in America, 78 mm-hmm. percent uh, of them teenagers s- say it's important that they follow current events. That's mm-hmm. good news. Right? That is good news. Their news habits reflect the diversity of the modern media landscape, which might be bad news. Results <laughs> from a common sense media survey monkey poll shows that teens get their news more frequently from social media sites.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's not a surprise, though. Think about what they're exposed to all the time. Think about it. It's Facebook. It's Twitter. And I think think YouTube The Dark Horse is YouTube they're constantly on YouTube
0: Nearly 3 in 10 teens 29% get their news from social media every day which is so irresponsible because every two bit wacko with uh, with a with a with a dial up Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a term that I showed? No, it's a... Uh, uh, that would
1: be the AOL dial up that uh, you're talking about. No, it's okay. not dial up. It's uh, Wi Fi. Wi Fi, right? Yeah. Any,
0: any two bit wacko with Wi Fi bring
1: you up to the decade.
0: Can uh, can post on Twitter or Facebook, and how many people believe that what they're reading on social media is actual news? Same. Yeah. Same can be said about our friends over at uh, State News, uh, it's
1: Fox News. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Fox News, of course. Please. I mean, my my friend Paul, he is. Late mom, Anna, at 84, she would sit there at night, Jen, and she would watch Bill Mm O'Reilly. And she thought, honest to goodness, that she was like watching today's Walter Cronkite or or that that day's Walter. Well, what
1: about your friends over at the Communist News Network?
0: I'm unfamiliar with that network.
1: (laughs) You know, CNN, fake news, CNN.
0: Oh, you mean the cable news network?
1: Uh, oh, I'm oh, no, sorry. I, Sometimes I'm, I get, that, no, I get I'm, that confused. No, I'm
0: sorry. I didn't understand what you meant. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, look at Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper. And really, for that matter, headlines that are run throughout the day, even when CNN's supposed to be doing hard news. They're very misleading. They take a narrative and they push them. That's what the mainstream news media is doing. So whether or not kids are getting their, their news from social media or from the news media, they are getting a political perspective no matter what.
0: Here's a good, uh, good piece of this story, a bright light. Light, if you will, Jennifer, on the Brian and Jen podcast, as the data shows news organizations are not the primary sources for most teens knowledge of current events. While most news organizations maintain accounts on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and other platforms, they are still competing for attention against corporate brands Influencers like celebrities and personal connections. In fact, teens are about equally likely to say they are primarily informed about a current event by a news organization. 31% saying news organizations influence them. Family, friends, and teachers, 33% say they're influenced by that group. And celebrities they follow online... Thirty-one yeah, percent. See,
1: I don't know if getting that, your news from like Kim Kardashian or or, or dare I say uh, 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 Taylor Swift is a great idea. Yeah,
0: l- let me give you another one. Ted Nugent.
1: Oh, I like him. Yeah, of course you do. Oh, Kid so, Rock, he's a pretty good news. Yeah, right. Actually. Okay,
0: so how about this? Chuck
1: Woolery. How ba- big fan? Yeah,
0: Pat Sajak is another one. <laughs> uh, I'd like to buy a vowel, Pat. Stop posting about climate change
1: (laughs) yeah you solved the puzzle this is why it is so important for parents of teenagers of small kids to be able to talk to their kids about what's going on in the news obviously you can't put your kid in a bubble anymore they're exposed to news stories by uh, their friends by social media by their teachers in school who are trying to indoctrinate them by all sorts of people and so you need to sit down and have the conversation so that your kid actually knows how to form their own opinion without being influenced so much by outside sources jennifer horn brian whitman
0: what role does president trump playing all of this i would suggest suggest a huge one when i i'm 47 and you're younger than that
1: you'd like to a lot s- longer younger, actually you'd
0: like to say you're 27 but you're not
1: i'm not 27 but i sure is hecking 47 and you're not 37 hey leave but you're not, alone. But you're somewhere not, in the middle
0: you're not 47 <laughs> look when i was a kid um uh I remember President Ronald Reagan. Yes. And the decorum. Well, let
1: me put my hand over my heart. Hold hey,
0: on. Well, you should. You're... I should. He's a great American. Now, look at that. Look at that. A good Republican conservative making light of, of the legacy. No, I of... love Ronald
1: Reagan. That's why I put my hand over my heart when you were talking I about it. I didn't
0: know it. if you were being facetious. No. Let me say this. Kids today turn on the television and they hear, I mean, I really can't believe it, the news The news media, uh, the enemies of the people and all of these people, all of these people in the back row here at the rally, they're all fake news, every one of them. So when kids – thank you, President Trump. When kids see that, when kids hear the president say – you can't believe it. You can't believe uh, what they report. It's fake news. They make it up. Then, ki- and, which is, by the way, uh, not at all true to the extent that the president presents it is. Yeah, it's then, you, true. then you've got kids running around if they believe the president of the United States and in the America I grew up in. You believed President Reagan when he told you something. We've got a president who unfortunately lies too much about the news media. Oh, give me a break. And calls him the enemy of the people. The president
1: doesn't lie about the news. Media: 90-plus percentage uh, of the news media's coverage about President Trump is negative. How many times has the news media, mainstream news media like CNN, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, run with stories that ended up being absolutely false all about this president because they're working as the public relations wing of the Democratic Party trying to push out these narratives? Since, so, the, since, so, so Trump turned on the light. He uses Twitter to communicate directly to the American people so he can actually tell them what's going on.
0: Right. Right. The truth is, since there's been a free press, there's been something else. Retractions. Well, they since,
1: sure have to. They don't do it enough.
0: Since the days of free press, of a free press, there have been things called retractions. When things are reported that are not entirely true or that need some <clears throat> finessing, so to speak, mm. they get out there and they print a retraction. I would like more retractions, actually. I he
1: mean, deserves more retractions, but i got to ask you this question. What about the
0: retraction from you, Mr. President, that the previous president was born in Kenya? You're going to retract track that go ahead I'm sorry Do I have
1: to remind you that that was started by Hillary Clinton? I got angry. Go ahead. Uh, But I do want to ask you this question because, you know, obviously when we talk about kids these days, we think about our childhood. Yeah, right. So we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook and Twitter. We didn't even have AOL and MySpace, right? Nothing.
0: I I had a bicycle. Yeah.
1: So- If I was lucky. I thought it was kind of interesting. The question is, how did you get your news? And what was like the biggest story of your childhood that sticks out in your memory?
0: My answer is easy. uh, 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 Two answers. How did I get my news? Yeah. I delivered for seven years, Mm -hmm. every afternoon, and on Sunday it was a morning edition, but seven days a week, I delivered the Staten Island Advance. I'm from Staten Island, New York. That was the paper of record on Staten Island. I have 45 customers. Every day, I'm holding the paper and inevitably reading certainly at least the front page, all the stories, as Mm -hmm. I'm going about delivering the papers. That's cool. And the news story that sticks in my mind more than any other is uh, 1986, uh, January... The crash of the space shuttle Challenger and the and the affection of President Reagan and First Lady Nancy Reagan uh, coming together, a nation grieving, coming together behind a president and his wife who were not afraid to show that they were also grieving.
1: And listen to you admitting to being a typical liberal reading other people's newspapers. You're supposed to be delivering them. How dare you, Jennifer? And then you were reading the paper on the job. Oh, get you were probably oh. demanding more money too, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. All no, right, so ask no, me, come I, on. I, I called the
0: shop steward. Okay, how did you get your news, little Susie Sunshine, <laughs> when you were a kid? And what's the number one story from your childhood that you remember?
1: Okay, so the Challenger was huge. Obviously, that was a big one. I was in fourth grade when that happened. But I would say the biggest one that had the most impact on my life still to this day was a local story in Los Angeles um, from the Night Stalker. Richard Ramirez was oh. a serial killer, yeah, actually. Sure. Right. And as a kid, I think I was in like first grade, perhaps when he was out there on the loose. And it was such a big deal in L.A. that when we would come home after dark, I'd actually make my mom open the door. So I'd like dash into the house because I was so afraid of this guy. He used to hit yellow houses. I still don't want a yellow house. And we'd get the news watching the local newscast. I mean, it was my parents and my grandparents where I spent most of my time. It was always the evening news on from about 4 until the national newscast on the local networks at 6 o'clock. And it was always on.
0: And it was a different time. That was all you had. There was a news cycle. Now there is not a news cycle. It's 24-7. It's Brian and Jen, the Brian and Jen podcast. I'm Brian Whitman. I'm Jennifer Horn. She is the conservative crusader. And you are Ah, the lovable liberal, they say. Thanks for joining us on the Brian and Jen podcast.